this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye Man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July Shaking her fist And the eagle will fly And it's gonna be here When you hear Mother Freedom Start ringing her bell And it'll feel like the whole wide world Is raining down on you All brought to you courtesy Of the red, white, and blue There was a time when our children stood at attention, and in one united voice recited the Pledge of Allegiance, when strength and honor meant something, when standing for our flag meant something. There was a time when our history was taught with pride and respect, when respect was given to those who served, bled, and died to protect and defend our freedoms. It was when we the people decided our future and had a voice that was heard. We are all bound by a feeling deep inside that people in power are exploiting and abusing us while using the powerful media apparatus to pretend they're not. All we ever wanted to do was the right thing, but they kept telling us we were wrong. We started to believe them and let ourselves forget everything that once made us strong. We became weak. We elected traitors to govern us. We allowed evil to prey on us. Those who claimed to represent us gave us false hope, made false promises. The evil and corruption only grew. They invented the word globalism to advance on their agenda of tyranny undetected, using fake narratives of social justice to neuter our resolve to fight back and silence us with shame. If you've had the misfortune of living through a globalist revolution, you will remember many false promises of prosperity and justice for all, but observing only poverty, violence, and death. One after another, these nations were robbed of every resource the land and waters produced. Citizens who would not surrender their freedoms were threatened, marginalized, or even killed. Those who did were weaponized against the rest. They blamed us for destroying the environment, for poverty, for slavery, for not going to college, or for just giving up. What you must learn is that it has always been them a colossal global criminal class who had risen up and occupied every level of corporate, legal, and political power imaginable. In 2016, they were preparing for an endgame that was to start with the election of Hillary Clinton and within eight years would have culminated in nothing less than a mass global nuclear holocaust. Yet somehow, while humanity was taking its last step over the precipice of extinction, there was a miracle. You may know it as the plan. Brave patriots set into motion a sophisticated military-grade sting operation against the overwhelming network of corruption that had led all the way to the top. By the time the good people of the world learned of the frightening reality they were living in, and how close we came to the end of it all, we had already been saved. Raging around us is the final phase of a vast global shadow war, not between nations, but between the forces of good and the most unimaginable of evils. 
they know what's coming. It is now more clear than ever. Never in our history have they been this exposed. Never in our history have they come out from the shadows to fight. The truth is clearly visible. They defend the violent criminal gangs of MS-13. They openly promote the dismantling of our borders. They said there would be nuclear war if Trump remained in office. They encouraged violence against those who spoke out. They pushed hate, war, and economic decline. They wanted to stop peace talks with North Korea. They called for Trump to be impeached, not even providing a reason. They tried to get us to hate America, and so many obeyed. But now, each day more and more, we see they are terrified. They knew this day would come. The entire world is watching. Patriots from around the world know that if America should fall, so falls the world. That's why we have Q. We the people, patriots everywhere, stand at the ready. We volunteer our talents willingly. We fight. We thank for ourselves. Dark to light. Welcome to American Pulse. Here we are today, a special moment in time that we watch. It is 116.21. And uh, this title today is kind of a unique one. It lets you put it into your own mind, but it's the four day countdown to, <laughs> and it's your choice kind of to put it in. And we do, my name is Brian. Jay, the other co-host, and today we also have a special guest with us, an individual who uh, Jay has known for some time, I believe now. His name is Steve. He's He, too, is from Minnesota, and uh, we want to welcome him here. This is a fun time, but Steve, uh, I'd like you to bring us on into uh, who you are and what kind of what you're about. Okay, thanks. Brian, Jay, thanks for having me. Um, first of all, I'd kind of like to say that uh, um, I'm not really an expert in this uh, Q movement, or I'm not one of the digital soldiers that the uh, General Flynn likes to call them, but uh, um, I have enjoyed putting these puzzle pieces together, um, kind of an investigation uh, based on you know, there are other people that are taking these Q posts and decoding them. And uh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I have an interest in them. I guess you could say I'm an enthusiast, like you know, I like putting the puzzle pieces together on my own. So um, I'm uh, kind of been following politics my whole life, but I've really been frustrated the last 20 with, uh, with, um, you know, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party candidates being, you know, two wings of the same bird. You basically, uh, no matter who you vote for, uh, you get the same result. You know, they both like to uh, send our troops to war to line the pockets of the rich people. 
global rich people, I should say. And, and uh, those global rich people have um, lined the pockets of some of the politicians in Washington. Absolutely. So uh, anyway, um, the Q movement that, that uh, the video described, by the way, I'd like to give credit to Joe M that you can find on Gab at, uh, at Storm is Upon Us. I, I got the video from his Rumble account, Storm is Upon Us. Um, he does very good stuff. You could follow them. Um, but I've been uh, following Q now since uh, probably middle of 2019. So not right away. I mean, Q came, started posting around 2017 after Trump was in office for about six months. Um, and he was only posting on um, an anonymous message board called 4chan and, 8, and, and 8chan as well. Um, it wasn't until another, uh, some Twitter accounts were taking his posts and posting them on Twitter okay. for those um, people to keep track of, do some research, kind of broaden the horizon of his movement, add more people that didn't necessarily follow him on the anonymous message boards. Um, 4chan and 8chan were chosen very specifically because um, they, they are anonymous boards. You can, uh, you can post things anonymously and that was a place where some people who claimed to be FBI agents, CIA agents would possibly would come on once in a while and po uh, post um, well, they would they would post things that they thought were um, controversial, things that maybe needed to get out into the public. And that w it was a good place to go because those people who frequented those uh, anonymous message boards are, you know, computer programmers, um, systems analysts, you know, game administrate, game programmers, things like things by day. And then at night they would be, you know, gathering things from articles and uh videos, public records, et cetera, to okay. kind of, um, to kind of, to validate the truth of those or not. And a lot of people would come on and, and, and post garbage, leading these guys down rabbit holes. And so they became kind of a jaded lot. They would, uh, very skeptical. If you came on and you posted uh, something uh, like a political uh, conspiracy theory. Um, <laughs> you know, if they, they, if it wasn't true and you made these guys go down the rabbit holes um, looking for stuff and it turned out to be non-verifiable or non-verified, um, it caused them to be very skeptical. You needed to really come with proof or in order to gain their trust. 
Okay, and, uh, so okay, so what you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, okay, there's the whole scenario, and this is what we always talk about. They bring out QAnon. Correct. And then you hear of Q. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference in those two things? I mean, is there a deciphering of what that is? I mean, because I'm hearing you say that these different people are verifying what is being said. Correct. Um, when Q first started posting, he would tag his posts and call himself a Q clearance patriot. Okay. Q, Q clearance meaning uh, the type of military um Um, like secret clearance, a top secret clearance that the Q level, I guess, is the from what I know is the top. Um, I'm not military, so I can't confirm that. But but he he claimed to be, you know, a military intelligence insider. Um, and since the people on the board are anonymous, they're the the they are the anons that do the research. Okay. So Q has since shortened his tag from Q clearance Patriot to just Q. So you have Q and you have the Anons. Um, the mainstream media is the one that sandwiched the two together and call it the Q Anon movement. But okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, and and that's kind of what I'm looking at. I mean. You know, it's it's kind of funny how they use that kind of during the uh, election and all that, and they kept asking Trump that he knew QAnon, and he just said, "No, I don't." Right. Which, and he's not I lying think, when yeah. he says that. Exactly. <laughs> because of that. Yeah. Exactly. You notice there's a lot of word games being played on yeah. both sides of the aisle. A lot mm -hmm. of people will say that Trump conceded after in his message after the January 6th, but exactly. He, he said he uh, expects a smooth transition, but of course he didn't use the words uh, transition to Joe Biden. So there's still <laughs> among the Q movement, there's still hope. That's right. That's right. I mean, Jay. Well, yeah, I mean, it would get into some of the, 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 the origins uh, as far I know you talked about some of that, but what about this perception that you know they're they're just a right wing, um, you know, violent group? You know, they're, they're, that's the way it's portrayed in, in the media. You know, as you know, they, they get labeled um, a certain way, and it's it's. I mean, talk about some of that. You know, it's it's totally not true. But go ahead that's and talk about that. Yes, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, the fact that the QAnon movement has been labeled by the mainstream media, again, as a, a violent, far-right, extremist, even white supremacy group. Yeah. Um, if you ever hear that, from somebody out of the general public that that's what they think they have taken that straight from somewhere like CNN. Hey. They have not done the research. They have not looked at a website like QAnon.pub um, to look at the posts mm -hmm. specifically. Um, anybody who has done 
who has followed this for any length of time, done any research on it whatsoever, uh, could take each post and know that they're just questions. Yeah. He was just asking questions and yeah. throwing little nuggets out for people like me and other uh, researchers to look things up. Um, there has been, there's never been an incitement of violence. No. Now, you know, in every group, you're going to have your bad apples. So yeah. I can't say that there are Trump followers that wouldn't do bad things, but that that's not what Q pushes. Correct. Whatsoever. Neither does Trump. <laughs> Very true. Correct. I mean, every group can have their friends, you know, out there that's going to take things to extreme. And that doesn't mean the whole group is that way. Um, Correct. And, and I'll tell you what, 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 um, what from my understanding is that the, the, the Q movement, I mean, has grown tremendously. I mean, it's worldwide uh, now. I mean, there's other countries that are involved. Uh, it's really taken off. Correct. And what what uh, what I understand is that it's basically posing the question, and these people are coming back saying, "Here, here's what I found," and it's turned into a community of just information giving. Uh, say, hey, this is what I found. What have you found? And kind of going back and forth, and as a way to communicate and get information out. That's legitimate backed up uh, data that is not being talked about by the mainstream media. Correct. Um, so, so people got to, you know, do the research and we, you know, there are some sites to check this out. Now you, um, I did, I did happen to see some of them now. Okay. And, um, you know, a couple of them that tonight I, I really like is that, that, QAnon.pub, like you mentioned, that's where we kind of drop some of the the, the, the notes in the, in the uh the Q drops they call, I guess. Yeah. Um, but see, some of them they don't always have a timeline on it when they can ha when you can expect it, because there, there are a lot of people that, that can can see that. So it's coded in a way where you got to decipher this. That's why it was. You know, put where it was because these people, by nature, were inquisitive and skeptical of the mainstream and what they were being told. So they're going to find out and dig what's really the truth. Right. Yeah. Q has kind of left it up to the Anons to do the digging, do the decoding, do the deciphering. And uh, with that, um, you know, these posts are, diff are they're difficult to figure out. Um, some are, some read like they're military coded uh, communications. Some of them are just questions. A lot of them are just questions that are, that, you know, we're, that we use to dig up the information. Um, in fact, it's, it's kind of the reason why, um, the, the Q community has been kind of frustrated lately because um, they, they tend to uh, 
try to decipher the Q codes and, and try to figure out what's going on. The Q codes are written in such a way so that the, the deep state can't figure them out. Okay. Um, so they're going to be difficult. And uh, I think I admitted to you once before, Jay, I think I, I thought all of the arrests and everything were going to happen back last Easter. That's how uh, difficult they can be. I mean, a lot of people have um, made predictions that haven't seemed to come true. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the QAnon community or the the Anons community um, thought that Mike Pence was going to stand up there at Congress on January sixth and challenge the, the false electors, um, and when he chose not to, they were very disappointed. Um, and that seems to go with the territory. You really, uh, you have to be prepared to, when you do your research that you might get it wrong, but, but see there, there is a whole plan. Like in that, you know, the, the intro of that, of that video, you know, there is a plan in place and it's been in place for um, a long time. Um, this wasn't an accident uh, from what I understand. And it's, this is a um, a military uh, undertaking, from what I understand. It is is this um, what we what we're witnessing could be history here, you know. And I, you know, we did a show, you know, a couple of episodes ago. Are we in an, on the verge of an, another seventeen seventy six? Well, if this stuff was right, we might be. We don't know, you know. We're, right. just, we're just asking the question and trying to find out what is going to happen. Um, and we're trying to, you know, look at other avenues to 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 decipher with that and what's all makes sense of what's what what's what's really happening. What why are there so many military in uh, in D.C. if they're going to have? Um, you know, a, a virtual, uh, uh, um, inauguration. inauguration. And are they there for that or are they there for a different purpose? Now, you know, if, if anybody knows anything about military, I know you do, Brian, you can probably speak on this more than anybody here. Um, you know, this, uh, what is a tactic for for military? It's a it's a chess match, right? Big chess match. Well, that that there is pretty much anybody. I mean, that, uh, military. It just depends on where. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't affiliated with military intelligence. I mean, I worked with them. Right. I worked with the special forces. I know many special forces. I got mm -hmm. great friends that are special forces that have done many 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 tours throughout all of these, mm -hmm. and. Uh, Tactical things. I mean, it goes beyond my brain that could ever go. And, you know, it's with anything in life. I mean, if you really look at it, we do this in our personal lives every day. True. You yeah. know, you go through life and everything is you try to state and put everything out. Well, this here, I look at it as Trump has got a plan along with. Q, along with the select others that have known this operation 
from the day that he was asked to run for presidency. Correct. This goes back, clear back to Nixon. This goes back, way back to Lincoln. This, this stuff is way back. Yes. Because this isn't just about strictly the two parties. This pertains to this country alone is so what everybody else wants and they don't have. And neither does the great state, this, this crazy state, this whatever they are out there that is after us. Right. And the deep state of what it is. Yeah. Along with the central bank. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think what you're getting at in terms of where we're not supposed to know. No, this right. is our time to sit there and get ourselves prepared for what might be coming our way. Correct. There's little cue, little kind of funny little cues. Well, <laughs> becomes the big cue that we hear. Okay. How about that? Right. But uh, it, he's preparing us. So we're ready for this moment. If yeah. it were to come, Very I true. mean, does that kind of fit where you're coming from? Steve, on some of yes. what he talks about? Yes. Um, among the, the QAnon, I guess, the community, um, everybody um, can, is, seems to be, um, considers themselves awake to um, the global plan to enslave everyone. You know, they want to take every country under one government and... Um, control all the monetary you know like you said the central banks all the industries and um you know there's there's other people that think right now that this is just a conspiracy theory um which to be honest with you everybody the the cia coined that term in 1967 <laughs> to uh to kind of demonize the people that went against the Warren commission on, after the JFK assassination. So right. um, it's a label that's been put on people as a derogatory term. And uh, anyway, when people wake up to uh, when the things that the Q community believes are going to happen, start to happen and people can see it for themselves, they'll wake up um, and our job as people who can see it now coming on the horizon is to be there for those people to make it easier for them. You're right. Uh, it's going to seem scary at first. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, very, that, that's a good way to put it because it's like anybody. I mean, it's like our, it's like a child and once it's born, it needs your guidance and it needs somebody. Well, this is really no different, and it's not about that we're out to make fun of them. It's right. that we want them to be a part of what this great nation pertains to. It's about our constitution, mm -hmm. our rights, our freedoms. Why do people still keep trying to? Why do they still keep trying to get into this country? Yeah. Do you see? Do you see us running to theirs? Right. Well, no, because. This is a country of freedom. It's a 
it's a country where you can speak your mind and be free, but it's slowly been processing out the other way on we the people. And yeah. and that's and, the issue that we're having. And and we're seeing evidence of that uh, now with this uh, the censorship that uh, is going on with Absolutely. the big tech companies. I mean, so that's just uh, you know a small step of what could come. You know, if if this um, deep state takes over, if 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 you know if this great race, great reset that they talk about takes hold. They make it sound like it's ooh, it's great in the beginning. You know, you're gonna have fifteen dollar an hour minimum uh, minimum wage and and free health care, free um, education, all this. Nothing's free in this. You know, it's it. It's somebody's got to pay for that. So I mean, the common sense just it just doesn't. The math doesn't add up. To you know to to. There's, there's, what's, what, what, what price does it come? Well, it comes with obedience and and uh, losing our freedoms. You know, yeah, because it becomes a bigger government, and also we got to conform, and we're seeing some of that with the mass mandates and lockdowns, and you know, and that's just a, a tip of the iceberg to see what they can get away with. So, we as you know, patriots and Americans, just you know, to stand up and say, ah, because if we do, if we all stand up and say, that's not going to happen here. They have no choice but to back down, because we, we do have a voice. We just need to use it, and not in a violent way. Just use our right. voice. Correct. Well, you, you know, Steve, just. Coming off of what he just said, uh, in the terms of what's been happening and, you know, following Q and following the, the movement, where where do you see some of the next steps that are going to take place? I mean, what are you hearing? What are, what are the... Uh, outside groups and other places that you hear what do you hearing them say i mean good question um the 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 underlying consensus seems to believe that um we have been told by military you know people that claim to be military insiders that mm -hmm. the steal the stolen election will not be accepted it will not stand biden will not be president he will not be sworn in as president um so those of us who hear that um you know we've got four days left until january 20th where he is supposed to take his vow um so tell me how how, how do you how do you uh clarify that then so he's not going to be accepted but Supposedly, it's already been accepted, right? Well, uh, correct by the, uh, you know, by the House, by the, you know, the Senate. Mm -hmm. um, the Supreme Court did not want to have anything to do with this case. Okay, they didn't want to. Uh, um, uh, the House or the uh, Supreme Court Justice John Roberts, correct, did not want. 
um, to be responsible for a mass riot if, uh, if they ruled in Trump's favor, regardless of the evidence. Um, well, they didn't want to see it. They didn't even want to look at it. They didn't even want to look at it. Yep. So what you're saying is that through this whole time and what, what has went on and we look at our, our senators and our house and all that that took place on the voting time, so many of them were already going to vote against what all this was and we're going to go and have those two-hour talks. Then this occurrence takes place and everybody changes their minds. Right. Is that something that you made? Was that something ever acknowledged through Q's talks or, or kind of, was there, do you notice of any signs that took place that that would happen? Um, signs that it was a planned event. Correct. Well, I've heard, um, from some news sources that there seems to be evidence that things were planned in advance. They have some video evidence of people talking. Um, I saw a timeline. I saw a timeline of when Trump's speech ended when he told everyone to peacefully go to the Capitol and when the breach happened and the breach happened before anybody who was witnessing Trump's speech could even get to the Capitol. Yeah. Correct. So there were people there. Um, and there's, you know, you're not going to hear it on the mainstream media like CNN and yeah. CNBC, but there's video. Everyone has a camera on their cell phone. Yes. And there's video flying all over the internet of people, Antifa people, mm -hmm. yes. storming that Capitol. And there's video evidence that they were let in yes. by the police. They, some of them didn't even break down any barriers. They were let in Yep. and escorted and, in bus loads to on the grounds. And they were dressed as Trump, uh, Trump supporters to make it look like it was you know, Trump people. Correct. Now, there's also evidence of that. In fact, it's the guy that got arrested who was kind of a leader. You know, that John John Sullivan, his name is. Uh, he, he was he bragging about it. You know, he had to buy his his Trump gear or whatever to make it make him look uh, look to fit in. Correct. You know, before he uh, you know did all this damage. You know, him and his cronies did. You know, so. And you know there, there's some evidence that uh, CNN was involved, possibly. I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean there was there's the reports of it coming out where it's you know where they were staging it, so it you know have a camera right there so they can um, make it look like and frame it in a way that it was Trump supporters. No, I don't. It goes against everything that this the movement, you know, the the mega movement, the, the Republican, you know, conservatives, you know, any of those patriots stand for. So it, it goes counter counter cultural to, to to think that. Um, right. Not saying that there wasn't people that went in, but and there was also uh, evidence that um, you know there's hey. Come on in. 
and you, you see these people walking up in straight lines, like you're they're following a tour. Andrew, give it a tour here. Well, <laughs> well I mean, if I'm if you're, you're really rioting and then you know storming the the, the capital. I don't know of a group that's going to walk in single aisle like that in an orderly fashion like that. Right. It just doesn't happen that way. So, you know, so where do we go? I mean, what, I mean, is there, there's, there's rumor of um, these mass arrests and, you know, of, of, the, the corrupt politicians, and they're on both sides. Right. The, the, the politicians, they've showed their hand. Uh, you know, who who was in, well, in somebody else's uh, pockets, um, you know, to act a certain way. Or they were, maybe some of them were blackmailed to, to react a certain way. There is some right. of that, and I think there's some evidence of, of some of that to to round up uh, round up everybody. Now I did see that Pelosi, the speaker, uh, approached the the chief of was it the chief of the, the military there, um, asking him to. To take a wedge to give her the uh, the, the codes, you know, for the, the nu nuclear codes or whatever the the key to the you know to those you know. But they're you know, and they told him told her no. Apparently, by asking that, I mean that's a that's a twenty year crime right there, you know, by just for asking that and taking that. So, yeah, there, there's know. some news outlets that have reported that she met with uh, the the top military, you know, Joint Chief of Staff, Joint Chief of Staff, yeah. and asked him to uh, take away Trump's ability to call the military out, uh, you know, nuclear codes and all that. You no, know, I don't think necessarily to give them to her, Correct. but to at least take them away from right. him so that he could. Right. She's panicking right now. Correct. Yeah. Um, and and just by going to him and asking him that is is kind of a yeah. I've heard that as well that that could be that could be deemed a treasonous act by trying to uh, overthrow a, a duly elected president, even though he's got technically four days left. You know, he's still president until Joe Biden yeah. is sworn in. So. Well, and. So I'll go along with this, and, uh, you know, I'd like to get this thrown in here because, you know, I think we've all watched the same show. We all watch X-22, and it's a good it's a good place to get some info and, and to hear a lot of different people. But you can you run down the, uh, the whole scenario? They call it the red line or red one, red two, red three, and it's – they classify it as codes is what it is in the military. And it has been identified as a way of codes by a uh, military intelligence. But I don't know if you listened to the last bit and you know a little bit more behind it, but 
Can you bring a little light on that situation? Um, yeah, there was a, a specific Q post um, that talks about um, things coming in waves, red one, red two. Red one meaning red one being the uh, Trump's Twitter removal. And uh, I think everybody, um, when they first read that, uh, they, they thought that, that that was what we could look for to that started the sequence. And um, let me try to find that. Um, they talked about, um, okay. It was post 4,414 back on June 4th of this year. I'm sorry, of 2020. Um, red one was considered the, uh, the POTUS Twitter removal. So they, they knew that was coming. Um, red two is, is said to be a central communications blackout in the continental US. Um, so what people are, are looking at these and, and using them as markers to look for. So that's why people are kind of expecting a communications blackout um, before the mass arrests. Um, now, I was listening to a, a, an interview today um, and somebody who claims to have some military background um, emailed this interviewee and kind of talked about the red one, red two as being part of a, an operations um, sequence, being one half of it. Like if, uh, if, for example, like red one, when you saw, if you saw t the Trump's Twitter removed, then something was gonna happen and vice versa. Like if they closed down um, all the communications so that we couldn't talk to each other about what was happening and, and possibly plan some, you know, plan anything. They don't want us talking. Um, for fear that we'll organize. Correct. So if there's a communications blackout, then the military will respond with something else. Uh, and they've only given us half. You know, they've given us the steps, the lines in the sand that need to be crossed before the military will act. Correct. So that's what, um, that's kind of a new, that sheds a new little bit of light on that particular post. Um, it kind of keeps it kind of we're still looking for those things to show up and uh and the red one has already happened with twitter with potus's correct you know, twitter removal right now so there's different thresholds you know that, that that you know are supposed to happen that it's going to trigger other actions is what, what i'm gathering correct. correct yep okay now that was just some input by someone who claims to have some military experience in that area. Right. And, right. and, um, now, from what I understand, Steve is, um, as far as, you know, nobody really knows who 
Q is themselves. Okay. But from what I understand, only about 10 people know who he is. And only three of them are a non-military. Is that correct? That's what I've heard. I've heard two to three people out of 10. Yeah. There's only 10 people on the planet that know who Q is. It's either uh, an individual or a small team of military mm-hmm. members, you know, um, talking, communicating with each other. Q himself might, there might be one person actually writing the posts and posting them, but mm-hmm. um, we're sure it's, it's possibly a, a small team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I know we're coming down to an end and uh, I definitely want to go out with Steve to, uh, he has a few other things I think that would be good if he'd want to bring them forward that he'd kind of brought to our attention. And uh, uh, I guess I'd just like to have Steve kind of just give us a little bit of a pre-ending for us. And, and uh, well, we'll speak about that book. You, you were referencing a book earlier. Um, you know, maybe give some, give some, um, some pub there, if you know, to, to help people understand what this um you know is about well um there's there's several books out there but um the one that i found very um easy to read is by a gentleman named dave hayes who goes by praying medic on twitter and uh parlor when that was still up he's now on gab um, and he's doing a lot of stuff on uh, clout hub as well but he came out with a um, he wants to come out with a third book in a three book series. He's come out with two of them now. One is called Calm Before the Storm. Um, Q Chronicles book one. There is a book two called The Great Awakening. And uh, book three has not been written yet. Now, um, Amazon has taken those down. They have uh, he's been banned from Twitter. Um, Parler got shut down. He, for a while, he was, uh, they, they took clout hub down because of him and X 22 report cloud hub is back up, but, uh, Amazon has taken his book down. They no longer sell it. You can still get it. I found at Barnes and Noble, but who knows how long <laughs> that's going to be up. Yeah. And, um, I just heard him say today that, uh, when if that happens, they have a backup plan, and you can get them right from his website at prayingmedic.com. But I yeah. found them very insightful. Um, it's very very well explained. Dave is a very level-headed um, person to get uh, Q advice from, um, and he's very far from being any right-wing extremist. He is definitely not anything like that. But yeah. Jay, I think you had something else to add too to be to kind of close up and bring to an end. Right. And I kind of want to touch on, you know, recent events. We just saw Trump get impeached for the second time, supposedly, by the Democrats. And it was rushed through. Um now the first impeachment got 
you know, it wasn't an impeachment because it got uh, it, it, it didn't go through the Senate. So it's not a full impeachment. There was no evidence that, that dictated uh, on that. But the media ran with it. It was classified as an impeachment. It right. just didn't have the legs. Now, this last one was a snap you know, decision, and it didn't, didn't matter, the evidence, because they, they, they passed it quicker than... Yeah, there, there was no due process in that second one whatsoever. They just nope. took it to a vote, and the nope. Democrats happened to have more members in the House to pass it. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it does, you know, the, it does go on the record book, record books as an impeachment. You know, he's going to have that asterisk in his name. Correct. But with the Senate acquitting him the first time, uh, obviously it's meaningless. Um, it's just an asterisk on a, on a history book piece of paper. Um, now the implication yeah, you know, he's going to be considered the first president to be impeached twice, whether he gets removed from office or not, because of right. it. Correct. And, and the only the only way that you know people freak out about the the term you know impeachment it sounds so severe. The only way it's it's has any legs to it is if uh, the Senate uh, confirms it and he gets booted out of office. That's the only right. only way it has legs. Otherwise, it's just an accusation that just you know just doesn't doesn't pull weight. Right. Now the other thing is they they mentioned about uh, Pelosi was threatening uh, bringing the twenty fifth amendment uh, against Trump to, to immediately you know boot him out, saying he's unfit and, and for because of the the, the January sixth events. And then, but she was trying to pressure, you know, Mike Pence to go along with it, and he shut it down. And from what I understand, the Twenty Fifth Amendment can it only applies to uh, like health reasons for their, their incapacity to say if they had a heart attack or you know something of that nature, and he just he can't fulfill those duties as president. It's not because you don't like the guy. And, you know, so Pence, you know, shot that down real quick uh, with a pretty well-written letter, letter as far as I'm concerned. Um, he, you know, really shot it down. Correct. And for good reason. So there, there was no basis of that. And, and that's part of it that goes into what you're saying about Pelosi uh, panicking. I mean, she's, yeah, yeah she's panicked. I mean, she, I mean, and why would, you, why would the Democrats want uh, in, in such a rush to get Trump out if he's going to be, you know, and all intents and purposes out in, what, four days now? But when they started this back when there was like 10 days left, why? If they were so confident and, you know, they, they got Biden coming in, um, why would they need to do that? And well, the only reason they can think of is... They're panicked. They, they, they fear of they're in trouble. Correct. They know it's coming. There's thousands of sealed indictments that have been filled out and waiting to be unsealed and served over the last three, four years that uh, 
Uh, they know what they did. They know what they did, and they know it's coming. He's got four days left of office, and he has all the powers that the president uh, has up until Joe Biden is inaugurated to unseal those indictments, get the military involved. And those of us that are Trump supporters are waiting for that. Yep. You know, there's mm -hmm. there's uh, one of two things can happen. You know, we uh, I guess Biden could be uh, inaugurated and we look like fools mm -hmm. um, and we get set to have our country fall, you know, or the military pulls through and eradicates these evil people before inauguration day. And, um, there's, there's another scenario there where um, it, with, because of the, the events with the, the election and the, you know, the evidence that it's presented and that they do have, um, they could uh, enact a limited martial law, you know, for foreign interference, uh, where they delay the um, inauguration till possibly April, um, and while they while they sort this stuff out, that is a possibility. Um, right. And it's yeah, the original inauguration day used to be in March. Yes. Until it was uh, written yes. into the Constitution January 20th. Um, exactly. You know, if we need to slow it down to get to the right answer, mm -hmm. um, I'm sure if it got pushed out to March 20th, like it used to be, um, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Well, first. Well, the media would freak out about it. Correct. You know? You're absolutely you right. Know. They would. I mean, and they're, 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 they've been the bullhorn. I mean, like we talked about in uh, previous episodes, uh, you know, they they uh, manipulate uh, what, what people think. You know, they have a lot of uh, influence because people just don't do the research. Right. And what's, uh, let's, let's give some people some sites that, you know, and maybe some networks that they can, we can go by. Um for some real information, you know, more reliable information. I do have a few that, that I do trust. Uh, one is um, the Gateway Pundit is a, is a decent one. Uh, the, the GatewayPundit.com. Um, the EpicTimes.com is another one I like. Epic Times. a lot of good information there. Um, I, I think they do an excellent job. Uh, Breitbart is another one is a, that does a decent job. Um, you know, eight, uh, OAN, uh, for TV, uh, is a, is a good network to, 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 uh, check out. Right. Uh, Newsmax to a certain extent is, is pretty decent. Um, so, you know, there's, there's some alternatives, uh, you know, and, you know, Rumble is a good source for, you know, finding, uh, information too, because, Videos that are being censored on on YouTube, well, you know, chances are they're going to be put over on other other platforms. Correct. And if you're trying, Rumble, you know, if you're on top of market, what's that? Pardon me. I said Rumble. 
like you said, Rumble is a, a video alternative to YouTube that doesn't censor. Correct. Uh, BitChute is another one. Yeah. Shoot. Mm -hmm. So, all right. What's uh, what's I want to pre I want to I want to thank you, Steve, for joining yeah. us. And uh, it was a pleasure. You know, and it's you're welcome anytime. So, great information. So. We you do know. want to invite you back. Uh, this was is an exciting time. It's the very first time we've did it as a with a guest on, and sure. From now on, you won't even be classified as a guest. You're just part Aww. of the team because hey, again, <laughs> again, as we as we promote uh, what we have going on, it is not Brian and Jay's show. It's not Jay and Brian's show. It's called American Pulse, and that's for Man. all patriots. It's Tell all my America. show. Is what you told me it was my show earlier. Well, well, yeah, I, well, I was getting there. I mean, I mean, you know, I meant to announce it as we have our uh, owner on board today, and, and he, <laughs> he's the man, the myth, the legend. You know, it's yeah. Steve. <laughs> you pressured me all afternoon. I had to poke fun. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead there. Tell them where we can already can find us here, uh, uh, Brian. Well, absolutely. I mean, as long as we're still able to be, and uh, we will continue to be, is on Facebook, where it's American Pulse, of course, is the name. And uh, we're still playing with Anchor, I do believe, right, Jay? It's just kind of yeah. like one here and there, okay? So it's more yeah. of a radio, and it's all by sound. Uh, hit us up on Rumble, YouTube. Another one, Twitter, until they say get off. Well, we're there. And yeah. we do have an email address, which is AmericanPulse2020 at gmail.com. Hit us up on uh, TuneIn, Apple Podcast. And uh, just before I get off of here, Jay, you did make a comment a little bit ago. And uh, I wanted to state that the president has set D.C. under state of an emergency yes it has been done it is in process mm -hmm. and uh think about that just for a moment and those of you that can't think about it and don't understand what i just said this is the time where we want you to do a little research and you might find more things out that's really going on out there to our america so with that said, I want to say thank you again to Steve for coming on board. This is American Pulse. I'm Brian. This is Jay. And as we sign out, God bless you. God bless our President Trump. And God bless this great United States of America. Be safe. Amen. Until the next time, God bless. All right.